In the centre of the field is Tommy Smith running through. President Peter Norman runs a play. Stand up, Australia, and give these boys a cheer. Oh, go, you beauty! You cannot be serious! Welcome to all the fantastic fans of the Gloves Are Off to the episode more vivacious, buoyant and exuberant than Florence Griffith Joyner's fingernails, the episode more ostentatious, bombastic and extravagant than Dennis Rodman's hair, the episode that <laughs> oozes confidence, vibrance and pizzazz. Welcome to Flamboyance. Yeah, those who flaunt the field and parade with poise. Have the courage to be showy and strut their stuff. Are suave with swagger, peppy and posy. Swashbuckling scallywags who crave the centre of attention with animated theatrical enthusiasm. You, yes, you there listening to Sport FM. You're invited to join the flamboyant discussion today by calling 9418 7700 or texting 0429 913 913. Yes, join the show and put yourself in the running for the laudable listener prize. That sensational Slater Gartrell voucher. Oh, yeah, so here we are, inspired by the flamboyant dress sense of Paul Heater Heath. Rye has donned the John McEnroe headband atop his mm-hmm. Colin Miller style white dyed hair with just a touch of Johnny Depp eyeshadow and his rough Merv Hughes handlebar mm-hmm. moustache. A bright rainbow coloured high collared shirt mm-hmm. beneath a figure hugging blue denim flared jumpsuit yep. with gem-encrusted boots reminiscent of Glen Campbell's rhinestone cowboy <laughs> apparel. <laughs> oh la la, razzle me, dazzle me dirty. If only the listeners could see your sartorial splendor. Oh, yeah. Boy, oh boy, you're brave with bravado. Oh, I love that tight skin Peruvian mm. tank top, mm. your pink cravat, bangles everywhere, and the half-open shirt, a la Ian Chappell, yeah. and the DK Lily gold chain sitting there chewing gum like Viv Richards with your Warwick Kappa tight shorts <laughs> and your Phil Carmen white boots. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, the, the shorts are rather uncomfortable, mate, but look, I, I don't know how Warwick did it. Mm, mate, you reek of some fragrance, Sam. <laughs> Tell you what, did someone smash a bottle of Brute 33 over your head or something? <laughs> look, actually, I'm wearing Beckham. Oh, well, that sounds a bit posh. Doesn't it? David Beckham, of course, was one of the most popular soccer players in the world. He even had a metaphor and a movie named after him, Bend It Like Beckham. However, I bet you he's only popular because he married someone spicy. Look, he was a very, very fine soccer player, but to ride driver, he was nothing but a wannabe. You can call 9418-7700 or text 0429-913-913 to join the show with your suggestions of sporting flamboyance. Yeah. 
We have a text here from Dylan oh, from Dylan. Lathlane Great. suggesting Babe Ruth. Well, I tell you what, mate, keep it brief or the management will fine you again. Yeah, Be I warned. I know, I know. Look, George Herman Ruth Jr. played for the Boston Red Sox from 1914-1919 and the New York Yankees from 1920 to 1934 and then the Boston Braves in 1935. He was seven times World Series champion. Famous for his legendary hitting power and captivating personality. Included in his many major league records were well, a record 714 career home runs, including his famous called shot in the 1932 World Series. Like that one, Ryan? Oh, lucky hit, mate. Lucky. He's up. Yep. Look, he's got the most runs in a season, greatest slugging percentage, which I believe still stands today, the highest number of runs batted in, and most bases on balls. The Bambino, the Sultanus, what? He was almost, just almost as famous for his outlandish, flamboyant lifestyle of late nights, drinking and womanising yeah. as he was for his incredible baseball skills. The greatest baseball player of all time. I reckon the bumbling babe was overweight and overrated. Look, seriously, Pretty. right? Who betters the babe? Oh, Luke Garrick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Willie Mays. Mm. Mickey Mantle. Mm. What about Ty Cobb? Uh, Hank Aaron? Jackie Robinson yeah, yeah, yeah. and Joe DiMaggio. Where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio? A nation turns its lonely eyes to you. Ooh, what's that you say, Mrs. Robinson? Joe to Joe has left and gone away. Oh, yeah, a bit of the graduate there. And, of course, little Dustin Hoffman, eh? Yeah, the old, uh, is it safe, Dustin Hoffman? Oh, He's a big fan of the gloves oh, are off. He's Anne listening Bancroft. now. What a beauty, Anne Bancroft. Talking about flamboyant, what about Yogi Berra? Champion baseball player and unwittingly a philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> he believed there was always hope. No matter the situation, no matter how bleak the outlook was, you're still alive and you're still in the game. Because as Yogi said, it ain't over until it's over. Yes, yes, yes. Look, Yogi Berra had a way with words, but how good were the quotes from the soccer player who oozed flamboyance, George Best? Oh, George Best was a superstar of soccer from 1963 to 1974 until his celebrity lifestyle caught up with him. Yeah. Good looking, superbly skilled, entertaining, charismatic. This legend of the English Premier League once said of his own career, for being in love with wine, women and song, you had never heard of Palais. Oh, yeah, a little bit harsh, but yep. look, he's certainly one of the all-time greats of soccer, George Best, and in his day, incredibly talented and glamorous. You're 
listening to the Gloves Are Off with Dirty Gordito and Ride Driver on Sport FM 91.3. Today we're discussing sporting flamboyance and you can join us with a suggestion on 9418 7700 or 0429 913 913. Mm, yeah, just like Mark from Pearsall who suggests Alex Higgins oh, remembering the famous snooker player, wasn't he? Crowned world champion in 1972 and 1982. Higgins' speed around the table and his ability to pop balls at a rapid rate and with a flamboyant style nicknamed him Hurricane Higgins. His highly unusual cueing technique sometimes included a body swerve and a swagger movement. Oh, loved watching him on Pot Black and, of course, the old Hurricane, mate. He loved a drink and a smoke oh, during tournaments. He had a volatile personality, but and frequently in fights and arguments both on and off the snooker table. He headbutted a tournament official in a UK championship in 1986, resulting in a fine of £12,000 and banned from five tournaments. He was convicted of various assaults and once, get this, Mm -hmm. threatened to shoot a competitor. Gavin from Kareen makes a super suggestion. Richie Benno. Richie Benno's influence on the game of cricket was immeasurable. He brought a breath of fresh air to the sport of cricket in his 63 test matches. Yeah, Richie went for the slightly risque look, you know, with the shirt unbuttoned. And he was the first Mm -hmm. to hug teammates on the field. When celebrating a wicket. That's right. Yeah, oh, pretty cool. He was so flamboyant on so many levels, from his attractive looks and personality, attacking style of play mm. with bat and ball, well-groomed, dashing dress sense, penchant for vintage cars and seaside accommodation, and forthright, astute public speaking and alluring nature. His innovative and successful captaincy across 28 tests encouraged aggressive cricket from his players, as well as exuberant, enjoyable celebration of success. His leadership was instinctive and daring, revitalising cricket interest in Australia. His support of World Series cricket initially ostracised him, but soon revolutionised the sport and how it was presented to the public. Richie Benno was a champion player, captain and the voice of Australian cricket. Flamboyant and marvellous. That light roller would have about as much of an effect as a couple of koala bears doing the pas de deux. Two for 22, New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, that's Richie. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you. We got one. Yep. yep. Mark got from Mark Rockingham. Is back, yeah. Mark, Mark. Mark mm. Mac is back on the text. Mm-hmm. He says boxing is often considered as dull thuggery. Please mm. mention some of the great flamboyant boxing champions. Well, we'd have to mention Manny Pacquiao, wouldn't Ooh, we? Oh, yeah. He's good, uh, mate. Floyd made with the Oh, flamboyant. However, yeah. we've got to go right back. Jack Johnson Ooh. fought hard and partied harder. His extroverted personality so enraged white boxing fans that that race riots erupted when he became the first african-american heavyweight champion in 1910 in the clearing stands a boxer and a fighter by his trade and he carries the reminders of every glove that laid him down or cut him till he cried out in his anger and his shame i am leaving i am leaving George Foreman, of course, having survived the 1974 Rumble in the Jungle, became more popular after his heavyweight title as 45-year-old in 1994 than for anything he accomplished during the prime of his career. 
of course, his popularity was helped by the fact that Americans love grilled food. Yeah, we got a couple of his toasted sandwich makers out the back. Maybe we could put one up as a prize there. What do you think, Dirty? Huh? It's a grill, Ryan. Oh. Okay, it's, it's a grill. Oh, I say that all the time, don't I? Hey, oh. Muhammad Ali is still the most recognisable sportsman ever. Ali easily transcended sport and is actually better known as a cultural pop icon, a civics rights hero and an inspirational figure. Plus, he psyched out all his opponents with a bit of poetry. That's right. I have wrestled with an alligator. I done tussled with a whale. I done handcuffed lightning, throw thunder in jail. That's bad. Only last week, I murdered a rock, injured a stone, hospitalized a brick. I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. Bad dude. I think we've got a caller here, George uh, from um, George, George from, from Spearwood. <laughs> no, Coburn. Yeah, what happened? Oh, oh look, uh, probably a bit Gremlins. concerned about what you're going to say. He thinks you're a South Fremantle supporter, which is not a bad thing, and he tried to cut you off. That's what he does, ride driver. Cuts you <laughs> off. How can we help you, George? Flamboyance tonight. What do you got for us? No, my long lost cousin from Spearwood, bless his soul. Uh, I believe he was the most flamboyant commentator. In history, and uh, I'd be interested to see if anyone else has got um, any comments to say. Someone it was more flamboyant than him, and there's a couple other comparisons I'd like to make. Uh, Ian Botham or Freddie Flintoff, both to and from. Uh, I'd be interested to see your blokes' views on that. And the other one I'm interested in: yep. who was the most flamboyant footballer of all time? I mean, Jacko's got to be up there. Ah, wow, terrible. Jones. Wow. Uh, oh gee, there was a few. Wow, Jones, um, Crackers, Keenan, Peter Bozovsky, uh, Mark Jackson. I reckon it's Mark Jackson. But I'm interested in yours and the listeners' views. Oh, oh we finally got George from Spearwood there. So do we? Do we go with the? No, guy? Coburn. That's oh, George from Spearwood. George. Is my long lost cousin. I've ah. told you that. Fair income. Well, I'm a Bob Miller fan myself. Back in the day, George, of course, Hutto's very good committee. Well, look, George Grilliusic was an absolute champion. A lawyer by trade, played, I think it was 10 games for South Romano, and went into his uh, radio career, and he was just a genius. How many different sports did he master with his commentary? I don't know. They've named the, uh, the that wonderful little media box there, Jacob Lansbury. He loves sitting in the George Griesich media does, box. Yeah. And George Griesich, I used to love listening to him, mainly because I've sort of got a bit South Romano bias about me, not sure if anyone's noticed. And, and uh, he, was, he was a genius. Brilliant. And uh, who are you going for, Botham or Freddie Fintoff? Ooh, yeah, I had a it's, little thing about I'm going to go Freddie. You yeah, know, I thought Freddie no, had... He looked was... a bit like Bross, mate. <laughs> yeah, he did. He, true, yeah, good look, point. But... Ian, Bo- go on, tell us. Oh, look, I just liked his style, and he was nah. downplayed it a bit. Although he was flamboyant, he downplayed it. And what, better cricket. songs, yeah. No, Ian Botham, yeah, right. Here we go. He had the big bristly moustache and the, the long hair a little bit later on. He took on Merv Hughes there. But what about the way that he played? Uh, he, I remember him getting Greg Chappell as his first test wicket as a young bloke, and he just dominated not only the game, but nah. just everything about well, we'll it. Well, agree to disagree on that one. Hey, what about the greatest footballer, most flamboyant oh, footballer? Crackers Keenan was one that we didn't have on, on we the We didn't have that, Crackers, that, that, that was What about one. someone from Perth, yeah. Murray Cooper? Oh, oh come on! Coops. There was a, he was flamboyant. Kicked a lot wasn't of goals. Look, I, of course, we loved it the best when he jumped the fence and chased after that spectator. Now that was flamboyant. It was. <laughs> I got another Sidey. one. What about oh, Sidey, old oh, right? Sidey, Gary's side oh, bottom. Gary, like, Whoa! Hey, look, yeah. He could turn on. it on, couldn't he? He could turn it on, Sidey. 
Yeah. Yeah, he was good fun side. He was good to, he it was good to watch those people you just didn't oh, know what they were gonna yeah. do, like Jacko. Yeah. I remember going to watch Jacko at South from Mount Oval. I remember Clinton Brown from Subiaco, yeah. and um, Not I remember one day dead set in the goal, mate, dead set in the goal square. Yep. Jacko has literally just stood on the chest of Clinton Brown, like literally stomped <laughs> on him, yeah. and no one saw her. I was only a kid. I was like, "What?" And you just didn't know what that crazy man was going to do. Have been accidental, I reckon. Okay. For <laughs> we don't do that down at oh, the line's hotting up here. Oh, hey, hey, hey thanks a lot, there, George. George from Coburn. Yep, we love you, Coburn. Really appreciate oh. it, Steve. Yeah, guys. Hey, ah, guys. Hey. Yeah, Steve. Steve, he's back again. Hey, yeah. What do you got for us this week? Well, guys, look. Um, mm. Yeah, you know, maybe I wanted to maybe change change the focus just a little, but mm. maybe just talk about some of the flamboyant mm. um, Fremantle players. Oh, uh, we're talking Jeffy Steve. Farmer there, are we? What yeah, a well, wasn't he flamboyant? Oh, was he? Jeff Farmer, Tony Pav, Mudra I think. Mod used to take these big grabs. screamers, oh, yeah. uh, full of them. Clem. Uh, Good call, Steve. Yeah, well yeah, done. I think, I think yeah, I think Steve's this, turning around. He's yeah. coming a bit more purple. He is. He oh, is. He's sort of seeing a bit Steve. of purple now. Although, um... well, no, guys. Look, I, I've got to admit, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I had a list. Oh yeah, and then I sort of. Yeah, you, know, you sort of narrow the list down just a little, and mm-hmm. so I'd come up with, yeah, you know, one of the more flamboyant Fremantle players, John, being, yeah. oh, um, out, mate. Dog. <laughs> well, no, well, there was of Shane course Parker. that player, there was that player, Matthew yeah. Parker, and then the other flamboyant Fremantle player, because I mean, flamboyance is not, yeah, yeah. you know, necessarily being a rascal; it, it is no. indeed being, you yeah, know, a a showman indeed but mm. I, I hear what you're saying there was Modra but of course he was from Adelaide, Adelaide. my team Adelaide, Adelaide. Yeah. 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 I, I'm getting a bit of a vibe yeah there's here, a bit Ryan. of dis- yeah Steve from Cloverdale Steve, he's run um, up the previous weeks and he's sort of tried to have a go at Fremantle I think he's I think he might be a little bit West Coast maybe biased, maybe and I think he's a little bit shy and humble this week I'm not sure why because yeah. um, I know there's a lot of people very disappointed in West Coast that they didn't get beat by 100 points. No, not not us. <laughs> no. And uh, they played a very flamboyant team, didn't they, Geelong? Oh, Geelong. Gee, they, they put it on, don't they? Yeah, well, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for your call, Steve, from Cloverdale. Now, I almost got wow. to this text. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take 23. Yeah. Harvey from Redcliffe, keen listener, has been ever since we ever went near a radio microphone and this time gets a bit controversial and he's sent through Jeffrey Boycott. Oh, look, I need to have a word to Justin about that. No more boycott, mate. Jeffrey Boycott was as bad as flamboyant as a cow pad. Yeah. Truly. I mean it. Why don't we have a little bit of this instead, hey? Mm-hmm. Well, well, welcome, welcome to Stars in 45, the greatest sports quiz since Duke Kahanamaku first floated on a piece of wood and called it a surfboard. Today's prize is a crate of Kyrgios cream. Need to calm and soothe your irritated skin after some tumultuous training or a rigorous ride? Call on Kyrgios cream, the extra greasy chafe treatment used by the most elite of athletes. Long-lasting, effective, and now in a range of scents, including seedy citrus and misty musk. Buy now and receive a free bottle of Tomic Tonic with every jar sold. Kyrgios Cream, 
the relaxing splash to treat your rash. Tell you what, mate, you're going to need some of that after wearing those Warwick Kappa shorts all day, dirty. Oh, Let me tell you. Need a little bit as soon as I finish reading this, mate. It's getting yep. a bit sore. Look, there's another great prize on offer there for the first caller to correctly answer the following. Yep. Who responded to a question about the pressure of playing test cricket with there's no pressure in test cricket. Real pressure is when you are flying a mosquito with a Messerschmitt up your behind. Oh, I know this. A brilliant and flamboyant cricketer, one of the all-time greats, one of Bradman's Invincibles back in 1948. Yeah, True? sure was. <laughs> yeah. Oozing masculinity. He was a hero to many Australians, including Sir Robert Menzies. Yep. Hey, thanks, Minnow. Yep. We have a winner on the line, ready to play the quiz. Oh, another character from our amazing audience of sports lovers are... Who have we got this week? Another artist? <laughs> Someone who can paint and draw? Sure. Well, on the line, we have Kerry from Corrine, and yep. he correctly answered Keith Miller. Oh, good old Nugget Miller. What a champion. Linwell and Miller were the best opening bowling attack Australia has ever had. Besides maybe um, Thompson and Lily, do yeah. you think? Mm. Hey? Welcome to Stars in 45, Kerry from Corrine. Yes, Kerry from Corrine, and I work for the taxation department. Oh, ATO. Oh, the numbers yeah. man. Yes, your numbers. Your number will be up if I don't get a good score today. Okay. <laughs> uh, listen, are your tax returns up your date? Oh, sorry, I mean up to date. Uh, Minnow is nodding, and yes, yep, yeah, ab- absolutely, cool. no, all above board. Well, that's a good start then. So dirty money. Everyone's looking for a loophole. You're not dodgy, are you? No, no, no. Hey? Everything is clean at the radio station. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Sport FM. Good. So depending on how I go today will depend on whether you get audited or not. So we are do you have all your receipts? All the do receipts? you have all your receipts? Absolutely. I even yes. saw the, the receipt come in for the uh, latest edition down here, the, the spa. Yep, everyone's oh. enjoying oh. that recently. And, wow. uh, oh, look, I mean, Hita absolutely loves the spa. Yeah, that's been a, a great addition. Hopefully you have declared everything then. Yeah, that's been declared. Yep. No, again, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm getting the nod, and I, I think that's gone down as a, a, an essential piece of, of the little landscape we've got happening down here at Sport FM, yeah. Good. So I'm ready for a charitable contribution in stars in 45. That's good to hear, Kerry from Corrine. Well, in 45 seconds, I'll name a range of flamboyant sports stars. You need to respond with the sport that was their claim to fame. Let's go. Norman yep. O'Neill. Yes. Cricket. Neymar. Oh, I think he was a diver. Diving. David Campisi. Oh, the game played in heaven. Rugby union. Alan Jakovic. Weird Al Jakovic. AFL. Wayne Bartholomew. Hmm, tricky one. I'll go. Chess. John Newcomb. Oh, beauty nuke, eh? Tennis. Sevi Bellisteros. Bull fighting. Carl Lewis. Oh, loved himself, fancied himself, didn't he? Athletics. Russell Westbrook. No, the Washington Wizards are basketball. Stephanie Rice. Oh, spicy rice. Yeah, swimming. Brian Lara. No, he smashed Warnie all around the ground, didn't he? Cricket. Diego Maradona. Oh, he had billy table legs. Soccer. Tiger Woods. Oh, Tiger, Tiger. Must be hunting, I reckon. Cheetahs. Hunting, yes. Mark Jackson. Oi, oi. Uh, AFL. Andre Agassi. Oh, Agassi, Agassi. Married Steffi Graf. Tennis. Shane Warne. 
Oh, warning. Blue genius. Cricket. John, yeah. uh, sorry. No, there's, there's the timer there, uh, Kerry. Now you're 45 seconds over. Oh, okay. Uh, John Travolta then. Uh, Elton John. John Todd. John Holmes? No. Any of them? Um, I can't you give sure? that, that last one. No, I'm sorry. We've got to be pretty strict oh, okay. on, on this, I'm afraid, Kerry, because there, there's Oh, you're tarping this. Okay. Oh, we, you're tarp, okay. <laughs> you did check our receipts. We need to make sure everything's above board. So, anyway, it looks yes. like a great performance by you, Kerry. How, how do you think you went? Oh, that was taxing. It was. It took its toll. I'm exhausted. Oh, couple of little under pressure. counting terms yeah. there. Well, yeah, guess what? We've got a little uh, treat for, for you and the listeners, of course. Now, we've got a, a, oh, yes. a guest tallyer comes in yes. every week to uh, add up the correct responses. Last week we had Heater, and today it's the one and only Jacob Landsmere. Oh, what a gentleman with a lovely voice. He's so knowledgeable in all sports. Uh, I call him feisty and flamboyant. Yep, mm, big part of uh, my, sports breakfast there, of course. Jacob, yeah, sorry, you're talking about your wife? My, my wife's a fan, although she, she did suffer from insomniac. Oh, yeah. uh, and then when we went to bed one time, she started asking me how my day was. That would probably help. <laughs> Being a tax accountant, I have a suspicious mind. Oh, yeah, Elvis, good one. So anyway, we have, what's that, he just tapped me on the shoulder. Guess what, Kerry, you've scored 12 correct, so you've won the prize. How do you feel? Oh, gross. Gross. I can't. It's just all incoming. Gross. Thank you. Nah, very uh, well deserved. So, listen, I'll, I'll finish with a riddle. Okay. Because I know no you've way. got a busy show then. Yes, okay. That's true, that's true. What do you call a tax accountant who's seen talking to someone? Uh, unusual. Or close. Popular. <laughs> so, on that note, I'll <laughs> pop off. So, bye. Oh, it's been wonderful to have you on the show, Kerry. Thanks for your effort. Yeah, I've and enjoyed keep, it. Keep listening yep. to the Gloves Are Off. Yeah, Kerry from Kareen. Yep, mm. just another joker and uh, Kerry from Kareen. Any, any thoughts on Kerry from Kareen, Rye? Always pays to keep on the right side of the taxation department, mm-hmm. so I'm going with no comment and because I don't want to incriminate my somewhat dodgy accountant. Okay, <laughs> Fence sitting nearby, all right. Oh, well, Sorry, mate. Uh, all right, we better just run through the correct answers yes. then. Of course, you got Norman O'Neill oh, from cricket. What a player. Good looks, stylish, superb skills, attractive and powerful player, Norm. You know what? Bob Simpson said he'd pay money to go and watch Norm O'Neill back. Mm. Neymar, mm. the Brazilian soccer player with a variety of hair colours and fancy moves. Kerry said diving. Can we, can we pay that? Well, there's a really? fair bit of truth do? in that. You know, he, he did. He performed he, the greatest dive ever seen, I reckon, on, yeah. on a soccer field. Uh, uh, a massive rolling dive in 2018 World Cup. That's it, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think we could pay that. Um, half marks. Yeah, okay. Uh, David Campisi, mate, what a mm. player. Rugby union, wonderfully skilled and confident and the master of the goose step. Alan Jakovic. AFL goal kicker <laughs> with yeah. Melbourne and the Western Bulldogs, Glenn's brother. Yeah, that's him. Kerry yep. called him Weird Al Jakovic. Yeah, yeah, that was a, the uh, singer. Was he the first guy to high-five the crowd after kicking a goal? Uh, possibly, and of course he gave Glenn that big kiss when they played uh, the interstate yeah, game. I remember that. Uh, and he's a South Romano player, no, Alan Jakovic. Of course you that yeah, one in, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Wayne Bartholomew. Not chess, no. Rabbit Bartholomew was the godfather of pro surfing and the master of the tube. Oh, brilliant. As was John Newcomb, the tennis champion with that famous moustache. He used to jump the net to greet opponents and became a great commentator, Newcomb. Yeah. 
And then the Seve Basteros. Mm. Nah, not bullfighting, bullfighting, I'm afraid, Kerry. Seve won five major golf championships with his flamboyant and imaginative style and flair. Uh, Carl Lewis. I didn't know his name was Frederick Carlton Lewis. Won nine gold medals. (laughs) Never been accused of being shy or humble. He was no wallflower, the old Carly Lewis. And nor nor is uh, Russell Westbrook, basketball, he got this one. The 2017 NBA MVP with the weirdest and most ridiculous dress sense. But I know Justin Lane, our hard-working producer there, and... Heater. And heater. Oh, they love them. Big fans. Big fans. Oh, Obviously, no mirrors at the Westbrook residence. Stephanie Rice. Mm. Swimming three gold medals. <laughs> Blew it by making inappropriate yeah. Twitter comments. That was okay. unfortunate. Uh, a magazine and television personality now yeah. after swimming. Oh, that's it. And yep. Brian Lara, another cricketer, one of the greatest batsmen of all time. Just played with complete freedom and ultimate confidence. Mm. Diego Maradona. Mm. Soccer star from Argentina, amazing skills, but however, over enjoyed the good life, oh, dirty good detail. Sure did didn't uh, he? Then we got Tiger Woods. No, he was not hunting. hunting. I mean, it was a bit of a guess there from Kerry. Yeah. No, although, I mean, Tiger, yeah, he did snare some prey occasionally. It's probably fair to say. But one of the greatest golfers of all time. Oh, Mark Jacko Jackson. Remember him performing handstand in front of um, Hawthorne, Kelvin Moore? That's it. Attacking yeah. opposition players. Oh, Ronnie Andrews. Advertising batteries on TV. Yeah, okay, Had a number one hit single, however, yeah. and acted in an American TV show. Oh, the old arm of individual and caught another South Remount player. Oh, do you player? have to? Yeah, 1979. Sure he the Swans? Yeah, how come he left? <laughs> he went back to Richmond. Could, Brownie kicked him out. Oh, where, where do Brownie. I start? Yeah, yeah they decided that the, the team would put in um, their own selections and Brownie, because you can, come on listeners, you can get back on that website. We've got yep. the Brownie episode there. Melbourne. Mel Brown confirmed this. They were going to pick the team without Jacko in it. He got wind of it, went home to Melbourne. Just and however, it did rain and he would have played anyway. That was before the second semi-final, 1979. Mm. Well, then we had Andre Agassi, yep, tennis star. He ignored dress code conventions with his crazy hair, long shorts, colourful clothes. We could play the game, Andre. He won eight Grand Slam singles titles. Shame one. Mm. Cricket, brilliant bowler, loved his mobile phone, smoking, eating. Baked beans, <laughs> taking his mum's oh, fat pill, yes. craved attention and dousing um, other players oh, with champagne. Yeah, warning. That's him. Enjoy That's that warning. tonight. Well, don't you touch that dial. You're listening to The Gloves Are Off with Dirty Gordito and Ride Driver talking flamboyance. Give us a call on 9418 7700 or text 0429 Okay, reckon Terry will ride. Hit me with it. Glenn from Darlington Ah, wants to talk wrestlers. Now, they're all colourful, occasionally over-the-top characters. My favourites. Oh, yeah. George the Animal Steel. Remember, he's a rather hirsute gentleman (laughs) who used to bite into the corner padding. He was was my favourite, but I didn't mind the old pairing of Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik. Loved him. What about biting into the corner padding? (laughs) He's hungry. Hungry for success, George. Of course, of course, of course. Talking flamboyant names in the wrestling ring. Mm. Uh, Who tussle with the muscle. Mm. How about a couple of these, mate? Yeah. Scotty Too Hotty. Oh, that's Scott from Bustledon, I think. (laughs) Randy Savage. Yeah, man. This is one of my favourite. Brutus the Barber. Beefcake. I remember watching him, yeah. Brutus. A buff Bagwell. Never heard of him. Sir Oliver Humpledick. I'll have the last waltz with you. Oh, beautiful. No, yeah. I think that might have been Engelbert. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ric Flair. 
Mm. And I better be careful how I say yeah, this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Val Venus. Got it. Well done. Yes. Yep. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Yep. Killer Carl Cox. Oh, what about Mario Milano? Killer Kowalski and The Rock, who kicked on to movies as Dwayne Johnson. Oh, not forgetting gorgeous George with that mm. famous catch cry, win if you can, lose if you must, mm. but always cheat. Oh, I think I heard Davey Warner was a fan of uh, Big Gorgeous. And oh, <laughs> look, I love <laughs> it, that mate. The old, the old wrestlers. And yep. don't dare try to tell me that it's staged and not real. Yeah. Those guys used to crush their opponents. Silvana from Tuart Hill is on the ball, writing, I cannot believe that Rye has not yet mentioned Florence Griffith Joyner. Go, uh, Flojo. Yeah, a pop culture figure. Florence Griffith Joyner was one of the most dominant and controversial athletes in track and field history. Outrageously flamboyant. Sexy. With style, flair and chic. A fashion statement with colourful nails, psychedelic leggings. Her running suits also had bold colours such as lime green, purple with white bikini bottoms, embellished with lightning bolts. Oh, yeah. I, didn't we love her? Her freakish nails also collected attention for their yeah. length and designs. They were 10 centimetres long with tiger stripes at the 1988 Olympic trials before switching to fusion. Mm, look out, the turbochargers, charges are here. It's all go with Flojo, the fastest woman ever to run, the goddess of speed, the queen of flamboyance. Flojo. Very interesting, mate. That's, yeah, it's more than 30 years since her heroics at Seoul, oh. but Flojo's fashion sense has now taken off. Her style of active wear with the tight leggings and the brief tops is on show with women everywhere, from the gym to the local shops. Love this suggestion oh, on the text on, ride driver. Yeah, Take a deep breath from Michael from Inglewood. Oh, Nick. Billy Jean King. Oh, my favourite all time tennis player. I don't care. Yes, Billy Jean King has dedicated her life to breaking barriers both on and off the tennis court. In 1973, King defeated Bobby Fischer. In the most talked about tennis match in history, the Battle of the Sexes. Oh, didn't she win about a hundred grand for that one? Yeah. She did after so. Bobby had beaten Margaret Court. He takes on Billie Jean King. Love She's Margaret. boisterous and outspoken, always moving in a competitive mode, never on the back foot, always at the net, playing to win, attacking with style, grace, and always giving 100%, wearing her heart on her sleeve. Mm. Honest in her vein is what you see is what you get. Passionate, confident, extravagant. Yeah, Margaret Court. Love who won more Grand Slam titles than anyone has said that King was the greatest competitor she had ever known. thought that Michael Jackson was such a big tennis fan, writing that mm. song about Billie Jean King. Oh, nice of him. Oh, Ian from Floriat is a bit a. of a basketball fan, yeah. and on the text here, yeah, he wants to hear about some flamboyance on the basketball court. 
Who are you going for there? Wilt the Stilt. Oh, not bad. No, the Worm, Rodman. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Rodman was an interesting character even before the coloured hair and wearing a dress. He did wear it well. No, no, no. My favourite flamboyant basketballer was the great entertainer, Irvin Magic Johnson. Yeah. His mesmerising behind-the-back and no-look passes that made opponents look so stupid. And his aggressive, evasive dribbling were a joy to watch. He threw buzzer beaters, bounce passes from lying on the floor, and threaded his 206-centimetre frame through the eye of a needle to score from anywhere, including the other end of the court. He won three NBA MVPs and was five times NBA champion with the LA Lakers, as well as a gold medalist with the Dream Team in 1992. A wonderful, magical showman. Agreed. You're listening to The Gloves Are Off with Ryan Driver and Dirty Goodito on Sport FM 91.3. Today, we're discussing sporting flamboyance. Now, mate, what about Dennis Lilly? He was pretty flamboyant, oh, wouldn't you say? Yes, I would <laughs> say, yes. DK was pedal to the metal aggression and charisma. The crowds loved him as much as he hated batsmen. He was theatrical, whether he was staring, appealing, wiping his sweat, throwing his aluminium bat or going toe-to-toe with Javed Meandad. Mm. One of the greatest cricketers ever as a fierce competitor who took 355 test wickets, but also as a flamboyant entertainer. Oh, he, took, he had some terrific tussles with my favourite, Vivian Richards. Oh, yes. Sir Vivian strode out to the crease there with arrogance and swagger and poise all of his own. Yep. He took on the best, the likes of Lily, Thompson, Botham, Imran Khan, Hadley, Kapildev, with awesome striking power, made him very dangerous to bowl to. You know what? Yeah. He was simply the master blaster. Hey, uh, Chris from Mount Hawthorne. Hello, Chris. Yeah. Says, what about Ian Chappell? Oh, a, su- a superb player and a great leader of men. Yes, but um, Chappelle, yeah, look, his dress sense let him down often, I reckon. With, he had colourful safari suits. Uh, he'd, he'd wear denim to formal occasions. Oh, and yeah, I remember yeah. him wearing a, a white suit to the World that. Series cricket reunion when everybody else wore a black suit and tie. Well, I don't think anyone was ever going to tell Chappelle what to do, uh, unless maybe Ian Botham. Oh, perhaps Don Bradman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe. He's back. We've got... Yeah. Um, Andrew from Morley, ah, extremely busy on the text, yeah. mentioning some flamboyant footballers. We're talking, firstly, Don Scott. Who? Bon Scott from ACDC. He was flamboyant and famous, yeah, but not for any football deeds. Don Scott, the Hawthorne Premiership captain. Oh, no, of course. Oh, no. <laughs> Got you there. Old Andrew from Orly Wright. Scott was so mentally scarred by the fashion disaster he had worn in his playing days. He reverted to a man bag and a cravat in his bid to be more in vogue. Not bad. <laughs> the passing of time has not cured Don Scott's fashion ailments and his dress sense disasters. One can only feel pity for those Hawthorne stars who had the infliction of a lifetime of distress and anguish. 
not knowing where their next outfit would lead them as they battled the illness of post-career brown and gold fashion syndrome. Old Andrew from Morley, mate. He likes riding, doesn't he? He's got good another riding. one. Yeah, yeah. That was, that oh, was big story. Clever. Loves this show. Yep. Well, on Warwick Kappa, Andrew oh, writes we, the mm. key attraction of Kappa was his shorts, hair, and his inability to be understood when he spoke. <laughs> it was hard to know what he was speaking. Uh, he retains a rapid fire delivery and a unique sense of butchering grammar. Apparently, his speech has been tested on players he played with, and they loved it. It seems that they had no idea what the heck he was talking about and just described him as an excitable boy. Excitable boy, they all said. Well, he's just an excitable boy. He took in the 4 a.m. show at the clock. Excitable boy, they all said. Well, there's another excitable boy who's been suggested. Yeah. The old Peter Bazusto. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Buzz, he's listening out there. Yeah. Of course, remember what, the 1978 grand final when he just about won it on his, off his own yeah, boot there for seven, Perth. didn't he? Seven mm. in the wet, wet day. Including dom- uh, dodging around about three blokes down Perhaps there. That's the goal of the decade, oh, wasn't it? Mate, it was. Got, got around well, caves. It was flat on oh. the ground for once. <laughs> and then it got Smith. He kicked on to, to, at Carlton. Yep. 1981. Mark of the year, man, the big grab, and that, goal uh, of the year, oh, and goal of the year in the same year. Yeah, Buzz, up. is that flamboyant or what? Flamboyant, Steve from Cloverdale is not yep. necessarily winning premiership. Although Buzz went on and won the flag that year at Carlton, and the following year, it's the two. big mark, the big goal, the unbelievable smother, the tackle. Hey, it's oh. the skills of the game. Yeah, and the big show at the end of it, and put his hand up and run oh, up and mate, biff you in the chest. Love it. That's fanboy. Love it. Yeah. Hey, you've got a guy from Fremantle. Oh, good. Dale Earnhardt Sr. Heard of him? Uh, The Intimidator. Who was he? Oh, he built his reputation by giving no quarters to his fellow drivers, and the fans loved him for it. His death during the 2001 Daytona 500 changed NASCAR forever. Who's gonna drive you home tonight? We've got Scott from Bustleton suggesting Usain Bolt, a fashionable dresser with his trademark lightning bolt move. And look, I guess you're allowed to think highly of yourself when you're the fastest man on the planet by nearly 10 metres. With his six Olympic gold medals, this bloke was born to run. We've got a text from Laurie from Kensington. Big Loz, he's out there listening. Laurie from Kensington. And he says, Joe Namath. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, Joe Namath is my favourite flamboyant NFL player ever. Gridiron. Following his 1969 Super Bowl guarantee. The New York Jets were given no chance of defeating the Baltimore Colts, but the brash, confident Namath responded with, Look, buddy, we're going to win the game. I guarantee it. Having talked the talk, Namath dominated the Jets' surprise victory in the Super Bowl, mm. winning the MVP in a legendary performance. Oh, brilliant. 
wasn't he? Big Joe. Oh, mate. Now, apparently, yes. right, mm-hmm. there was a flamboyant figure who played a huge part in developing our beloved sport of Australian rules football. Well, Tom Wills has been dead for 100 years. He was the first wild man of Australian sport. He was flamboyant, charming, and an outrageously talented figure in our colonial history. Women swooned. Men cheered. He caused a sensation when he walked onto the MCG. This is the story of glory and tragedy in the man Tom Wills. As a kid, he saw an unusual game called Mangrook. Mm -hmm. Then in 1850, one afternoon with friends, he codified the rules for our great game of Australian rules to keep cricketers fit during the off-season. Good on him. Yeah. However, Mm -hmm. sadly, he ended up an alcoholic suffering from delirium tremens and in a tortured and paranoid state, dramatically stabbed himself in the heart with a pair of scissors because of auditory hallucinations and voices. Mm. Sad, 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 Tom. Legendary. I'll tell you what. What? Quick look at Minnow's expression, and we'd oh. better keep any sharp objects away from the boss, mate. Yeah, he wants us to wrap this one up as soon as possible. Okay. So, yes, we are coming. Cl- we are coming to a close here on the gloves are off. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, hang on, dashing dirty. Oh. Who's going to win the Slater Gartrell yeah, Prize tonight? The laudable very, listener. We've had a few. Tough. Lots of texts there, and you've got a couple of phone calls. Have, Come on, mate. And this is, might be a bit controversial, and I'm just yeah. making sure on my list here. Yep. That I get the right area. Uh, now it wasn't Cogen up, and it wasn't Kubel up. Yeah. It was George. George, yeah. From Coburn. Yeah. Yep. George from Coburn. Yeah. Yep. Good effort, George. Tonight, well done, mate. Buddy. You got the twenty dollars coming your way. We encourage listeners to check out our website on www.thegloveseareoff.com and our Facebook page with more episodes and videos. The Gloves Are Off continues to climb in popularity. I believe we've hit the top ten this week in Athens, Nairobi, Berlin and Kuala Lumpur. And we've peaked at number 14 in Moscow. Oh, keep listening, Vads. Vads, he he loves loves it. He he drinks vodka while fishing and riding on horseback. Topless. Okay, well, I hope you didn't know that. He loves our show. We challenge all listeners to join The Gloves Are Off again next Wednesday. Same bat time, same bat channel here on Sport FM 91.3. Look, I tell you what, we've had plenty of sporting memories on the show today. And a priceless musical interlude to finish. Mm -hmm. So we've had a few song suggestions to wind up this flamboyant episode. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure which way to go. And I thought maybe, just maybe we could finish with a bit of old Blue Eyes uh, singing my way. Oh, yeah, look, Cranky Frankie was certainly flamboyant, mate. And and I get a kick out of you suggesting him. clever. But I had high hopes for something a bit more recent for the strangers in the night out there listening, mm. as well as the young at heart. Uh, what about Elton John? How flamboyant can you get? Look, I hope I don't go breaking your heart. I know Elton can really rock it, man. But I think we need to go a bit further down the yellow brick road than him. I'm still standing for some Madonna music. She was flamboyant. Well, look, yeah, Madonna is not crazy for you to suggest, and it's great to see you express yourself. She would certainly bring a good holiday vibe, mm. which the listeners would cherish, and probably get them into the groove. But no, I'd rather a bit of Cindy Lauper. Oh, your true colours are shining through there, Dirty, and time after time, the boys and girls just want to have fun to finish the show, so I suggest Freddie Mercury. Surely he was the master of flamboyance. Yes, but don't stop me now, as I want to break free from being under pressure from all of this radio gaga and finish the show with a kind of magic 
cool song for somebody to love. I reckon Cher was pretty flamboyant. Any thoughts, Ryan? I believe you want to be strong enough to turn back time there, Sonny. I got you, babe, Ruth, into the discussion today. So how about you agreeing with me, with Beyonce, for a farewell song? Um, Come on. I know there's heaps of single ladies and men who would agree with such an irreplaceable suggestion. I'm sorry, but hey, lo and behold, even though you might think I'm crazy in love with the most colourful, slightly outrageous artist who epitomises flamboyance, Boy George. Of course. I know that you uh, didn't really want to hurt me. So we say farewell with a beautiful tune from the ultimately flamboyant Boy George. Thanks for listening. And from Dirty Gordito, it's ciao for now. And bye from Ryan. Mm-hmm.